welcome to Imagine You. My name is Imogen Joyce and I am a mindset transformation coach, NLP practitioner and personal development junkie. I am full of passion to inspire you to break the bad habits and create your life of success. This podcast, Imagine You, is all about showing you how your internal thoughts create your external reality. From all things mindset, manifestation and self-development, I hope each episode inspires you to become the best version of yourself and live the life you thought only imaginable. I am here to inspire, to share and to get real. If we can all be in this together, then we will live a much happier world. I can't wait to hear what you think and to welcome you into the world of the Imogen Method. So in this episode, I want to talk about goals, goal setting, how to actually make sure that you're going to achieve your goals and because we're at the end of January, how you feel about the goals that you made. We all made those New Year's resolutions or New Year's goals or all those, you know, we got that new energy for the new year and how are you feeling now? Now that you're a month in, how does it feel? And do you know what? In this episode, get a pen and paper because there's things that you can write down, there's notes that you can make and at the end, I'm going to give you a question that I really want you to just sit and simmer on if you want to, don't feel obliged. But I'm wondering now, with your goals that you set at the start of the year, how do you feel about them now? Are you starting to resent them? Or are you on the way to achieving them? If you're on the way to achieving them, amazing. Good on you. But if you're not and you feel like you are self-sabotaging, then I want to help you with that. And I want to help you see why that may be. I want to get into a little bit more about the structure of a goal. The energy that you need to have behind a goal and why you might be self-sabotaging. So when you set those goals for yourself, let's go back. Let's go back to either December 31st or January the 1st, whatever one it was for you. And when you set these goals, when you saw your new year, and I know because of the whole situation we're in, everyone wants this new year to be amazing. You know, there's so much desire and passion to create a good year. I think that's really amazing. And it's great that we have this new surge of energy, this new want and desire to do more, maybe even more than we allowed ourselves to want before, right? So when you set those goals for yourself, What were your reasons behind it? Were those reasons for you? Was it a goal for you? Do you want to get on the health train because you want to feel good about yourself? Or do you want to look good for someone else? Do you want to get a promotion in your job because you want to be better in your job? Or is it because your boyfriend or your girlfriend is pressuring you to make more money? Or whatever the thing may be, you need to know the reason behind it because that is the force that will drive you. Your why is the driving force behind the things that you do and the things that you actually want to do. And if you don't have a good enough reason behind something, you will then get in your own way because it's not driving you enough. You don't have enough passion behind it. And that's okay. You just might not want to do it. Sometimes we set goals for ourselves because our friend's doing them. Or we set goals for ourselves because we think that's what we should be doing. But if we don't actually want to then don't do it. Don't do it. You know, life's too short for you to be doing things that you don't want to do. So when you think back to your goals now, take a moment to get real. Take a moment to think, what do I actually want? 
and is this for me? And that is your driving force. That will help you really have the right energy behind it to keep on going. No matter how many times you fail, you can keep on going. Is it for you or is it for the validation of someone else? They're really, really good questions that you can ask yourself and think about. The big sabotage behind goal setting and when sometimes we fall off the wagon or whatever that may be, is either your belief or your fear. Okay, this creates an inner conflict. So for example, if your goal was, I want to make £10,000, right? Most random number I could ever pick. It's actually not that random because my birthday is 10th of July. I think that's why 10 is in my brain. So anyway, £10,000, just a number, just so you have an example because I really, really think examples work and the examples help you conceptualise it and see it in a way that helps you understand. So you want that £10,000. But if you have a belief or a fear that goes against that, then you have an inner conflict. You have a conflict in your conscious mind, which holds the goal, or your subconscious mind, which holds the belief or the fear, right? So that is creating an inner conflict. And because your subconscious is responsible for 80% of what you do, how you act, how you think, how you feel, your subconscious always wins, always, always wins. And that is why when you start to self-sabotage or when you get in your own way, you don't know why you do it, but you just do. It's all in your subconscious. And that's why I'm so passionate about being an NLP practitioner and teaching people about the subconscious mind because it's what controls us. I'm literally, I've never been a geek in my life about anything and I'm a geek about this and I live for it. I live for the subconscious mind because it is who you are. It's how you are shaped into the person that you are. Okay, so I'm going to go back a few steps. I'm getting carried away. So let's, I want to give you more examples so that you can then see this in your own reality, see this in your own way of a goal that you might have. Literally thinking about this on the spot. So I don't know what goals are going to come out. So let's say fear, right? So my example for this one, I'm just going to use work. Okay, everyone everyone hopefully has a job or people understand what it's like to be in a job environment, a work environment, whether you have a boss or even if you run your own company, right? It's the rule, it will still apply to you. So say that your goal is to get in a promotion or make more money or do better in your business, get more clients or whatever your business may be, right? That is your goal. And you're like, yes, I'm going to get a promotion. I'm going to make more money. I'm going to get more clients. But if you have a fear that is something like, I'm scared I won't be good enough. I'm scared that I will get this new role, I'll get this promotion, but I won't actually have the ability to fit the role. Or if I run my own business, I want to have X amount of clients, but I'm scared that I won't be a good enough, whatever they employed you to be, be. I won't be good enough at that. I won't be good enough at that skill set that they're asking me to be. I've got too many people that I don't have enough energy or time to actually have them, to actually create this bigger business that I want. If your fear is something like that, then your fear is always going to outweigh the goal. The goal of a promotion or to do better in your business, that fear is always going to outweigh it because as well as it being in your subconscious, your fear is also coming from protection. When you do things, it always has a positive intention behind it. 
right? So the positive intention behind this fear holding you back is that it's trying to protect you. It's trying to protect you from not being disheartened, from not feeling like you're not good enough, because it wants you to feel like you are good enough. And if you're put in a situation where you might not feel that way, it wants to protect you from that. Sometimes your fear and your ego is like your big brother or your big sister. It just wants to protect you and keep you from not being beaten up on the playground. When really you should go for those times and go for that fight because that's when you're going to win. I don't know what analogy that was. It just came out probably because I have four brothers and our whole childhood was all these play fights. So now I'm going to use belief. And for the belief example, I'm going to use fitness and weight loss, healthy goals, body goals, whatever it may be, because it's something that we can all relate to. It's something that we all understand. Okay, so if your goal is you want to lose X amount of weight, put on an X amount of weight, get a six pack, get a juicy bum, whatever the craze may be, whatever it is you want to do with fitness and the way you look. Okay, this is big. So I'm going to take a moment and I'm going to build this up. Okay, if your belief goes against that, the belief will win. And a belief being something like, I am always fat. I can never build muscle. I work out all the time and I never lose weight. I do so many sit-ups and I always use really heavy weights and I never get toned. If you say those words about yourself, they are imprinting into your subconscious mind what you become. If you work out 24-7 but you still tell yourself, I find it so hard to lose weight, you are going to find it hard to lose weight. Your body is going to make it hard to lose weight because you are literally telling your mind that is what you do. Every word you say to yourself becomes your truth. And again, I'm so passionate about this. When I get this through to my clients, honestly, I have this is where I have the breakthroughs. I have the breakthroughs with my clients when I break down their belief system. And it's not your fault that you have these beliefs. These are You're conditioned with these beliefs. There might be something that happened when you were a child. You don't even know where this comes from. When you're zero to seven years old, you are only a subconscious mind. You are a walking, talking subconscious mind. You don't have a conscious yet. And that is when most of your beliefs are grown and built. Also, something might happen even at a later age when you do have a conscious mind, but it was said so much and used so much that it was just imprinted into your mind and that became your truth. The biggest thing about beliefs is that they aren't true. They're just a belief. It's just a, I think this. And you can change them. You really, really can. So what I want to ask you is those goals that you have, do you believe in the person who achieves them? Do you believe in the end result of them? For example, I'm just going to use me because it's I'm the one talking and it's easy to do that while I'm thinking on the spot. If I say for me and my coaching business, say I wanted to get more clients or I wanted to reach more people for my workshops or whatever it may be. If I don't believe that I am a good coach, if I don't believe that I can help people, if I don't believe that I can get them these breakthroughs, then I'm going to sabotage myself. Again, because I want to protect me. My ego wants to protect me from feeling bad about myself, from feeling like I'm shit, and from feeling like I'm not good enough. So it's going to try and protect me. So you need to change that belief. 
because that belief is not fact. So I'm going to give you some of my top tips for how to get through this because self-sabotage is a bitch. Self-sabotage will always, always be there because it's just part of your mind. It's just part of human nature and that is okay. But what isn't okay is letting it define you, letting it be the reason from stopping you, right? So fear, a way to let go of fear is write it out journal on it and write out what you want to let go of meditate meditate around fear but the thing is if it's all in your mind right I use this quite a lot in my workshops and also with my clients but when you have all these thoughts in your mind it's like I explain it like alphabetic spaghetti you know the tin and you just got all those random letters in there and all the tomato sauce and it's just mixing around in your head it doesn't make any sense and it's so clap there's too much tomato sauce for you to even see what the letters are let alone if there's words forming together that is what your thoughts are like when you don't process them so when you write out your thoughts you write out how you feel your brain your mind is then processing the information that is trying to come out that is trying to come through Pour the alphabet spaghetti on a plate and start making the sentences together. And so you start knowing what's going on and what you're having for dinner. Right? So the alphabet spaghetti is just a way to remind you to process your thoughts, write them out. I always, always journal on fear because it is the number one thing to get in your way. It's the number one. So what can you let go of? What fears can you let go of? For example, if you want to get a promotion, because that's the example I use, or you want to do better in your business, I let go of the fear I'm not good enough. I let go of the fear I won't achieve enough. I let go of the fear of judgment. All this kind of stuff, all of that kind of stuff. I actually think my episode on fear is before this, so I'm going to do a cool little podcast thing. Go listen to that episode as well, because I go really, really deep into fear, where it comes from, why we have it, all of that. So, yeah, go listen to that one. God, that felt cool to say, jeez. And then beliefs is another one. You have to get real with what you actually think. What are the thoughts that are going through your mind? Is it things like, I'm not good enough, or I don't lose weight, or I'm not healthy, or I'll never get a boyfriend, I'll never get a girlfriend, I'll never fall in love. If you say those things about yourself, you are creating that reality. So start playing games with yourself. This is why affirmations are really, really good and really, really key because you can use those sentences to start rewiring your subconscious and changing those beliefs and thoughts that you have of yourself. So as I just said, love, I'm going to use love, for example. If my belief is I'm never going to find a boyfriend, I'm never going to fall in love, I need to change that. So my boyfriend is on his way to me. I am so excited to meet my soulmate. I'm so excited to share life together. And I'm creating the new belief that I know it's going to come. It doesn't matter when and it doesn't matter how. That's the universe's job. But it's my job to have the belief and be in control of that because I'll get it when I'm ready. And that's a huge thing as well. I'll get it when I'm ready. So another thing about goals is how do you plan your goals? And I did this on Sunday and I completely changed the way I did it. And it has, it's been a game changer. This week I've been so productive all because of the way I planned my goals. So I do do yearly goals. I do do monthly goals, but I also do weekly goals. And that could be like work out four times, like no biggie. It doesn't have to be anything big. It doesn't have to be anything where I need a medal, like nothing big, but it just helps me align with my week, helps me get to know what I'm doing. I also run my own business, so it helps me get shit done and be on top of everything. So 
I just want to give you this tip because this is what really helps your mind structure information. So when you write down a goal, for example, this Sunday, my weekly goals, I wrote down what the goal was and then when I was going to do it. When you have a goal or you have something that you want to do and you don't put a roadmap on it, you don't put a date on it or how you're going to get it done, it's literally left in the air. It's like floating around in the air, just like a thought, wandering around, having no place to call home. <laughs> Literally. Nowhere to go, doesn't know what direction it's going in. But if you give your goals a direction, so for example, I wrote out my goals and then I put, so my first goal, I put Monday, whatever the time was, it was like 9 to 11.30, do this. So I wrote out the goal and then I wrote out what do I need to do for it. For example, I'm going to use this podcast because this is obviously new and when I launched this podcast, the when I did this thing, it was the first week of me doing about this whole goal thing and changing the way I did it. So one of my goals was release my podcast. The things I needed to do for that goals, so my next column was what needs to be done and it was I needed to edit some episodes, I needed to create the cover photo because can't get any new pictures done because we're in lockdown so I needed to create that cover photo and then I needed to work out actually find out how to even upload it onto all the different platforms they were my three things that needed to be done for me to achieve this goal then what I did and what you can do which is so so helpful is put in the day and time that you were going to do it when you put that in, your mind has processed that information, it has structure, it has a roadmap, it knows what's going on, it's not confused and it doesn't get overwhelmed. Because as soon as your mind gets overwhelmed, that's when it pulls you away. That's when it stops you because it's too much, you've done too much for your brain. You don't realise all the things that you're doing subconsciously still take all your energy. Even you breathing is taking your energy. When you eat and you're not thinking about eating, it's still taking away your energy. So when you give it that date and that time, it just helps you see it. So for example, I said Monday, 9 to 11.30, edit episodes. Got that done. And then it was Monday afternoon, it was like 3 to 4, um, make art cover photo. Got that done. And then it was a releasing thing. And then honestly, it's changed the game this week. It's fully, fully changed it since I've been doing it. So I wanted to also share that with you. Write down what you need to do to achieve that goal, no matter how big or small, and then write down when you need to do it. If this is a goal that's going to take you three months, then fine, stretch it out to what needs to be done and then say, okay, in February, I'm going to do this part of it. Then in the end of February, I'm going to do the next part of it. And then March, whatever it is, but you get the gist, okay? It'll really help. And my best friend, Esme, she actually says this about goals. And don't worry, I did call her up and I asked her if I could say this because I'm not stealing her words. And I've said, I'm going to mention you because this is genius. This is so genius. But she said about instead of having New Year's goals and New Year's resolutions and all those kind of things, how about you have an end of year resolution, end of year goal? When you change those words to that way, it completely takes away the overwhelming of New Year's goals. It makes you think like it has to be done in January. The first, the new year has to be done. But if you say end of year goals, end of year resolutions, how do I want to be at the end of my year? That is so much more powerful and it's so much more relaxing and chilling, isn't it? It's just like, oh God, I feel chilled. I've actually got 12 months to do these goals instead of one 
where it felt like before. So start seeing it that way. How do you want to be at the end of your year? And if you see your goals in this way, start seeing them in this way, changing your beliefs, changing your fear, and seeing it like you already have them. This is another tip for manifesting. If you want to manifest these goals, you have to act as if. And when you act as if, you are rewiring the belief that you are already there, that you are capable, that you do have them. And it's so much easier. It's great for law of attraction. It's great for manifesting. But it's also easier for your subconscious mind to digest. If you act like the person that you want to be, play a game, act like it, then eventually you become it. And your subconscious isn't, you don't have that inner conflict of the belief or fear and you're starting to create that person. So start acting as if. And I hope this really helps you with your goal setting, why you might be self-sabotaging, where that might be coming from and how to get rid of that, how to get over that. And it journaling is incredible. It is amazing. Journal your fear, journal your beliefs and start noticing the words you say about yourself. How do you speak about yourself? What are the beliefs you have about yourself? So as always, I want to end this with a question, a question about visualization, imagination, because that is why this podcast is called Imagine You. It's all about the mindset, all about manifestation, all about self-development. So the question I want to end this episode and feel free to have a little moment and write it out now is, imagine you knew the answer would be yes. What would you dream? I'm going to say that again. Imagine you knew the answer would be yes. What would you dream? Thank you so much for listening to Imagine You. If you love this episode, then please leave me a review on iTunes. I'd love to hear what you took away from it and how it inspired you. Subscribe to this channel to hear more and if you're not already then come follow me on Instagram at The Imaging Method to get even more mindset, manifestation and self-development inspo. Make sure you let me know your big takeaways and also what you want me to talk about next. Keep your eyes peeled for another Imagine You episode but until then I'm sending you love and light.